0: This is episode 37 of ShimmyCast. I'm your host, Anala Rabari. And believe it or not, I have not been living in a hole. (laughs) I know it's probably hard for you guys to believe because the episodes have been so sporadic and so late. And I'm sorry I haven't been getting the shows out in a more timely manner. Um, I can't even remember if I have told you guys what's been going on. Um one of our instructors in my troop was injured. It's nothing serious and she's on the mend, but she had to stop teaching for a while. And I took over her classes, so I went from teaching two classes to teaching four. And we've just gotten into the spring festival season, so we've been having lots of dress rehearsals for performances and performances. Not to mention that my day job at the museum has been really busy and I'm sorry, but I have chosen sleep over recording this show. I hope you all understand. (laughs) However, this is our last week of classes before we go on to our summer break. So things are calming down for me, and I should be able to get back to recording this show on a more precise, regular schedule. Thank you for your patience. And amongst all this craziness, I have just realized that I have been producing ShimmyCast for a year now. So, wow, does it feel like it's been a year to you guys? It hasn't to me. (laughs) Um, And in a few weeks, I will be producing a special show. Um, I've been saving up some fun, uh, funny bloopers that I think you guys will get a really good laugh out of. And um, if you'd like to send us a happy anniversary wish, I would love that. You can send MP3 attachments to the email address, or you can use the audio link on the website, and we'll include those wishes on the show. And that would just be awesome. But for now, let's get started with this episode. We have an article by Salome, a review of the DVD Belly Dance. Fitness Fusion for Beginners, Yoga with Suhailia, and we also have our event announcements and answers to the question of the week. The music for this week's show is from Belahar and Nivant, so let's get started with those answers to the question of the week. are some of your favorite dancers? Hi Anala, I noticed this question when I was looking to answer another one and decided to answer this one again. Now five months after my previous answer, and that's perfectly acceptable. (laughs) After watching Evolution and watching some YouTube videos, I want to add to my list. Cammie Little, Heather Stance, an herbal tribal dance company, and especially Aubrey. If you tied me down and forced me to pick a favorite, she would be my favorite dancer, right now at least. She has wonderful isolations, incredible belly rolls, and amazing versatility. I've seen her on video dance, three choreographies, and she looks like three different dancers. She's inspiring. See her at AubreyDance.com or on YouTube. Arabella in Vermont. And that was posted on the forum board, so you guys can just hop on over there and see those links that Arabella supplied. Do you dance barefoot or in shoes? Well, I, Anala, am amending my answer to this question. Um, I really prefer to dance barefoot, but recently I'm um, having had to take over teaching classes for our instructor who is injured, has uh, really taken a toll on me (laughs) physically. I'm up to dancing um, more than five hours a week now, and it's, it's pretty hard dancing, being the primary teacher for four of those hours, and an assistant teacher for the fifth hour, and then doing my own rehearsal time on top of that. And when you're a teacher, you're constantly dancing. You don't get a break like you did as a student when you get to stop and just watch the teacher. So um, it's very demanding on the body, and the arthritis of my feet has really started to flare up. Um, so my doctor said I shouldn't dance barefoot anymore, which I'm really disappointed about. Um, I love dancing barefoot. There, To me there's just something so profound feeling that you gain from the contact of the dance surface and it's very hard to put into words, but it was getting to the point where I almost couldn't dance because my feet were hurting so much. So I discussed it with some other instructors across the country that I've made friends with. And Finally, I gave in and bought my first pair of ballet slippers, and I say my first pair because I'm sure once they wear out, I will be buying another pair, and I also got a pair of modern lyrical sandals. Um, There's not much between my feet and the floor, but it has made a huge difference. Um, I think the main problem I was having was the friction between the ball of my foot and the floor, and the dance shoes really helped cut back on that friction. Um, And it makes all the difference in my being able to dance now for hours at a time without any problems. So I'll strongly suggest dance shoes to anyone who has foot problems or to anyone who is dancing more than an hour of dance at one time. Um, In class, I know I wear shoes all the time, and I'll wear them to every workshop I go to from now on. Um, At home, I do still dance barefoot, and performances, it kind of depends on the dance surface, but it's either going to be barefoot or in the lyrical sandals that I bought. So I, I've learned that dancing in shoes doesn't mean I have to lose that profound connection that I feel while I'm barefoot, and it really makes a big difference as far as my health goes to do that.
1: <laughs>
0: and now your Cast news. May 14th through May 31st, the Billy Dance Superstars will be having various performances and workshops in Monaco, California, Oregon, Washington, and Austria. Every weekend in May, Desert Wind will be performing at the Castle of Muskogee in Muskogee, Oklahoma. May 16th, Super Stretch Strengthen, Techniques for Increasing Flexibility in Glen Ellen, Illinois. May 16th through 20th, Tribal Feast 7, the seven-year Twitch and Bitch, featuring 38 classes over five days, shows for three days, and this is in Sebastopol, San Francisco, North Bay, California. May 18th, the 14th annual Oriental Festival celebrating Men Who Dance, Miami Beach, Florida. May 18th through 19th, Solus will be performing in Dublin, Ireland. May 18th through the 20th, Blindy Productions presents Frederick David at Festival on the Nile in two-day workshop and shows in Orlando, Florida. May 18th through 20th, Little Egypt presents Fifi Abdo in workshops and show in Dallas, Texas. May 19th, Zaha Serpentino will be teaching a workshop on American Tribal Style Dance in Buffalo, Missouri. This workshop will also cover skirt work, so be sure to take a skirt that can come up to waist level. May 19th through 20th, damefest that's Dance and Music Exposition in Bellevue, Washington at Crossroads. They are looking for volunteers. May 19th through 20th, East Coast Belly Dance Classic, Virginia Beach, Virginia. May 23rd, Intermediate to Advanced Veilwork in Glen Ellyn, Illinois. May 25th through 27th, Solus will be performing in Northumberland, Scotland. May 26th through the 27th, Kajara Jamona in Weekend Workshop, Las Vegas, Nevada. I gotta learn how to pronounce her name. (laughs) June 2nd, Velahar will be performing at the Austin Belly Dance Convention at the Williamson Conference Center in Austin, Texas. August 2nd, Velahar will be performing at Casa de Luz in Austin, Texas for the Desert Passion Show. This has been the Shimmycast News for this week, and as always you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board. This week's review is Belly Dance Fitness Fusion for Beginners Yoga with Suhalia, reviewed by Anala Rabari. This DVD is 50 minutes long, and for each video component, you are given two viewing options with a 4.3 or 16 to 9 aspect ratio. I like that it appeared as though her whole troupe was on this DVD with her. It was nice to see all the different body types and skill levels performing at the same time. There are a lot of great yoga poses and workouts. It was about 20 minutes into the program before I realized we were finally doing an undulation. I liked the way she related the yoga poses of the cat and cow into an undulation because I had not thought of that before and I have a lot of students who also do yoga and I think this will be a great way to explain undulations to them. For this portion of the program, I was impressed with her clarity of instructions, however, I question if this is really a good workout for beginners as I do not consider undulations a beginner move. I felt she could have explained the vertical and horizontal hip figure eights in more detail. Also, she briefly demonstrated a few alternate moves. I think it would have been better if some of the other ladies would have demonstrated them throughout the duration of the program, seeing as how there were at least eight other ladies on the screen. The workout portion ends with a solo performance by Suhelia. And more interestingly, a spoken in confession by Suhalia on her struggle to lose weight after her pregnancy that I think a lot of women will find very inspiring and comforting to know that they aren't alone in struggling with weight issues. Special features include bonus workout, circle dance, solo performance, workout with narration, photo gallery, and trailers. I was disappointed in the outfits that the ladies wear during the circle dance because their pants looked too much like blue jeans for my taste, and I do not allow jeans in my classes. However, Suhelia and her daughter were not dressed like this. The bonus solo performance was a very cute dance done by her daughter Isabella. The trailers were for Suhalia's other three DVDs, and I found that they all looked really similar, which I found disappointing. For the bonus workout, I would not classify this for beginners at all. There's not a lot of explanation about what the body is doing, and she combines vertical hip figure eights with undulations, and then she combines horizontal hip figure eights with undulations. Not something that I could see many beginners that I know being able to pick up very quickly. I originally rented this DVD from Netflix, and although I was disappointed that there wasn't more belly dance included, I am planning to buy it in the future, as I currently don't have a really good yoga DVD, and it will be nice to combine some belly dancing with my yoga workout time. might remember that I have played music from a group called the Bedlam Bards before, and Cedric, who is the violinist for that group, recently sat in with a group from Texas called Bellahar, and they have cut a new CD and sent me a copy so that I could share the music with all of you guys. So, this week's first song is Dumbek Tang from Worlds by Bellahar. <laughs> Anala, thanks so much for your new Move of the Week segment. I loved it. I think it's really important for students, especially new students, to have the same move explained to them in various ways. So this would be a great resource for new students who only take class from one teacher, for example. Plus, you obviously know what you're doing. Keep up the great work. Rebecca in Washington, D.C. (laughs) Thanks so much, Rebecca, for the compliment. And, yeah, I personally, I'm of the philosophy that it is very good to experience as many different teachers as you can. I think I've said it before. Everybody has their own way of explaining a move or their own thought process and how they understand to do a move. And there have been times when my beginning students have come in and I've explained a move to them and they've said, well, hang on. And they try to speak back to me how they're thinking of it. And, And they're like, you know, is it like this? And then they tell me what they're thinking about in their head. And a lot of times I'm like, oh, yes, that's it. And suddenly I've picked up a new way on how to explain a move from my beginning student because I never thought of it that way before. And sometimes it's like, no, oh, it, it's not quite that. And that I can help, you know, reshape that thought for them, but using it in their own terms. So it's very important, in my opinion, to experience a lot of different teachers. And it's also very important to feel free to have an open communication with your teacher and say, okay, you're saying this, but I'm understanding it this way. Is that understanding correct? And phrase it in ways that make sense to you, and then your teacher should be able to go along with your analogies in order to help you learn a move better. Or at least I I personally think good teachers should be able to pick up on your own analogies in order to help you better understand the move even if your fellow student is just like what as long as you understand it that's great and then she can go explain it to your fellow student in some other way that they'll understand so that's that's the whole purpose behind the move of the week and we are working on the next one it just takes some time telling you, my schedule's been crazy, so hang in there, guys, and if you, if anybody else has any comments or suggestions or feedback, send email to shimmycast at gmail.com, post on the forum, send us an audio. Um, feel free to vote for us on Podcast Alley, Podcast Pickle, please leave reviews on iTunes, um, don't forget to sign up on the Frapper Map, um, what else? Oh, yeah. And you know what? If you like the show, if you're enjoying the show, and you're getting a lot of information about the sh- you know, from the show, tell a friend. Pass it on. Say, hey, I have this great podcast. You need to listen to it. It's fantastic. article is entitled, Hobbyist Circuit by Salome. Most students desire a graduation from the classroom to personal experience and draw the conclusion that the professional market is the next step. Like any craft, Oriental dance has an ABC order of progression. If you are not at the point of putting theory into practice, The next logical step is to participate in the hobbyist circuit. The hobbyist circuit is developed by guilds, instructors, dancers, and students. It consists of recitals, showcases, seminar shows, annual productions, dance festivals, and similar events. The hobbyist circuit provides a valuable service for everyone in the dance community. It offers students and hobbyists the opportunity to perform, it provides budding professionals the chance to hone their skills, and it gives accomplished professionals a promotional outlet. If there is no readily apparent hobbyist circuit in your community, ask your instructor. She might arrange a party, recital, or other performance venue. Check with other instructors in your local and neighboring area. They may have an event you can participate in. Check online sources for said events. If all else fails or you're feeling industrious, try creating a performance venue yourself. Hofla or party. Choose a venue for the Hofla, a dance studio, city arts center, or even your own backyard may do. Plan an itinerary. You may find music enthusiasts who would be glad to bring a tableau or two and add to the atmosphere. Lead a line dance. It's a fun icebreaker and a good way to establish a community feeling. Include an open floor time for party goers to dance. Perform yourself and offer the opportunity to your classmates, local instructors, and others in the dance community. Make flyers and ask those participating to distribute them to friends, family, and the dance community. Recital Choose a venue for the recital. A dance studio, arts center, school, or a room at the Unitarian Church it can be of minimal cost or possibly free. Arrange for sound equipment and a volunteer to MC, and operate the sound equipment. Dress up the room with fabric and other decorations. Organizing a recital alone may be more stress than you bargained for. Ask peers and or your mentor to participate behind the scenes. A recital can showcase solo performance, student troop performance, or instructor performance. Encourage instructors and their students in your locale and neighboring area to participate in the recital. Make flyers and ask those participating in the recital to distribute them. Most flyers in your local and neighboring area and at the recital venue. You can also list the recital online. Public service performance. I highly recommend senior centers, nursing homes, and retirement villages. Many elderly people in these communities are isolated and often lonely. Your performance will be a shining event that will elevate the soul. Call a facility, ask for the events coordinator, and explain you and or your peers would like to give performance for the facility residents. They will almost always welcome and accommodate. Ongoing Performance Venue Dance guilds generally maintain an ongoing performance venue for their members. It takes a fair measure of work and carries more responsibility than one person typically has time for. It isn't necessary to form an official organization, but I would suggest banding together with several people who would like to accomplish the same goal. Hobbyist forums usually take place in a coffeehouse, cafe, deli, or similar eatery. Visit the options available. Look at the layout, the clientele, Big Bob's truck stop may not be appropriate, and if there is an area that can serve as a green room. Once you choose a venue, approach the establishment with your proposition. Have a clear vision that you can relate. Explain who you are, what you want to do, when you want to do it, why and how. It might go something like this. My name is Rose Rivera. I'm an advanced student of oriental dance. My peers and I would like to have a performance outlet the first Wednesday of every month for an hour at your establishment. The purpose is to provide performance experience for the hobbyist dance community here in any town USA. You can expect X number of dancers to perform a family suitable oriental dance program. Some suggestions. Do not approach a venue that employs professional dancers. Business is business. Management is unlikely to pay for what they can get for free. Start small. Schedule one performance night per month. Arrange for a friend, family member, or dancer that isn't performing that night to emcee the show. The emcee can announce each dancer and a brief related statement about her or him. An audience tends to be more receptive and supportive if they understand the context of the show. The emcee can also operate the sound equipment. Create a set list ahead of time and post it in the green room. Contact guild or organization that maintains an ongoing performance venue for detailed advice whether a party recital one-time or ongoing show if you can stay organized ask for help and keep a sense of your humor you should succeed good luck Hope you all enjoyed this week's show and all of Salome's great advice on the choppy waters of what can be hobby, the hobbyist circuit in performing. But for now, it's time for the question of the week, and that question is: What type of reviews would you like to hear on ShimmyCast? You know, are DVD reviews most helpful or do we need to give you guys more CD reviews or book reviews or something else altogether? Just let us know what you want because we are happy to accommodate. That's what we're here for. So send your answers by email to shimmycast at gmail.com or you can go to the forum board at shimmycast.blogspot.com. And now it's finally time for the second music pick For this week, this song is A -A Postasi Buzuku Blues by Nay and they can be found on the PodSafe Music Network. I hope you all enjoy, and until next time, this is Anala Rabari saying Shimmy On.
2: to mm. Так риму. Я
0: for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.